Right, Paul. Well, we're back in January, as we uh, yeah. said we would be. I mean, we said that for a different couple, series yeah. to this one. A couple of years ago. We made no promises with this series, and yet no. here we are. Uh, but we're back with a brand new thematic format for this series. The only yes. problem, as I see it, is that we uh, haven't decided on a theme for this episode. Well, George, I've gone behind your back a bit here, and I've what? been working on something very special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, it's a big... Look over here. Just imagine you're looking. There's uh, like a big curtain. There's <laughs> a big velvet red curtain, big... and there's a, one of those... I can see. ...yellow... You say... yeah, ...yellow... You say... ...almost golden... <laughs> okay, no, you say, look red... over here again. <laughs> <laughs> look... <laughs> There's a big golden rope. I'm going to pull it and the curtains are going to f- come down. What, the, this Shh. big red, red velvet curtain? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pulling it now. Shh. Wow. Is that it's what I big, think it is? It is. It's a crash topic <laughs> wheel. I should have come up with a name. I was, I've got one. <laughs> the Wheel of Crash Fortunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Wheel of Crash Fortunes. Hey, this I'm going to spin this, yep. and it's going to decide the topic that we discuss for us. Okay. So here's the big lever here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull it now. Oh, there you go. It's a big thing. Look at that spin. Wow. Do you like all the noises I've added. Yeah, I love them. There it goes. <laughs> Past all the topics. Yeah. Death. Uh, Jenga. <laughs> Alligators there. Calendars. Yep. Oh, it's stopping. It's coming to a stop. Oh, is it going to be Giles Brandreth or is it going to be love? No, it's past. It's love. It's love. The topic is love. Mm, pity. Rather. Seems all right to Giles me. Brandreth, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, okay. On that. Now, maybe next week when we spin the crass wheel of crass fortunes. <laughs> crass. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Series 4, Episode 1 of Crass. I'm George Walsh. And I'm Paul Austin. George, as always... Yes? Even for this special uh, one-off thematic series, I like to start the podcast Mm. by asking you a question. It's Paul's Question Time! Paul's Question Time! Paul's Question Time! George. Yes? Paul's Question Time. Didn't you stop this feature last? Yes. Last, and didn't you, when Listen, you brought it back at Christmas, you said that was it? It's, yeah, but okay, well, yeah, but you, you you come up with something to replace it then. I tried, George, I did try, honestly. Mm. Honest, yeah. I did. But, yeah, but nothing nothing could replace I it. I have to answer more questions. Yes, you do. This means I have to keep answering questions. Listen, we've all got our cross to bear, George. <laughs> 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 oh, in our case, we've all got a crass to bear. <laughs> say that. Listen, Paul's question yep. time. Yes, let's get it over with. What do you think of love? Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> what do I think of love? Yeah, what do Paul's you think of it? Paul's question time. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's good, right. isn't it, love? I love it. 
Good. I mean, please elaborate, because we need to talk about it, really. What, what am I supposed to... How am I supposed to elaborate? What sort of question is that? Well, I just... I just, I thought I'd ask you... What do you I thought think I'd cut straight love? to the nubbin of the matter. What do you think of love? Well, it's, it's great, isn't it? It's... I, 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 I'm expected to give some sort of <laughs> philosophical, meaningful answer no, to that I'm question. No, I'm not begging for that. I'm just... I it's just wonderful. want to know what you think of love. If you think... Do you genuinely love it? Yeah. Can you think of anything you don't like about love? <laughs> Any sort of <laughs> downsides of it? Downsides to love? Yeah. Um, you Sorry. probably look a tit. Sorry. If you could yeah, see yourself from the outside, you'd think, ugh. Have you ever, that's, that's have you ever really made a tit of yourself in the name of love? That would have been a better question. It's nearly a Supreme song as well, isn't it? <laughs> it would have been very different. I don't think it would have been a hit. <laughs> yeah, um, made a tit of yourself in the name of <laughs> Before you break my heart. Um, yeah, probably. I can't, I can't you think, can't think I, I think you're specific. I don't want you to just say, yeah, probably. <laughs> have I ever made a tit of myself? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to know specifics. I think I think my my ex would be a better person to ask this question. <laughs> really, she would have all the answers. Because um, I've tried to block that out, haven't I? But ever I've made a tit of myself. I suppose so. Yeah, I've made a tit of myself for thirty four episodes of Crass. <laughs> That's why I never listen to them again. Yeah, good point. I mean, I have, and yeah, George. Seriously, I mean, don't I wouldn't bother ever revisiting them. No, not worth it. But, uh, well, that's. I feel like that's I a very unsuccessful Paul's question time. Well, hang on. I was going to say I did ask um, someone. Well, I used to work at a fashion place, and I asked someone there on a oh, date. Oh yeah. Uh, but she didn't think it was a date, so we ended up like a bunch <laughs> of us ended up meeting up. I remember that whole saga. And so that was kind of made a bit of a tit of myself. Yeah. There. Those were quite good times, really. <laughs> were they? So I remember sort of being at home waiting. What's the new? What's the news with the woman at the fashion place saga? I'm sure it wasn't that fun for you, George. You were probably in agony. No, no. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it was great. You said you loved love, me, yeah. so you should have been in Terrific. your element. Maybe that's one of the downsides of love. <laughs> it, you know, it hurts yep. when it's unrequited. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's... Do you know that feeling, Paul? Yeah, everyone knows that feeling, don't they? Less so these <laughs> days. You know, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, less so now. I don't really get like unrequited. There is I tell you what, there's a girl who works at the chip shop who I quite fancy. <laughs> but I wouldn't say it was love, it was more just I bet she's alright her. Yeah. She also you'd have to cut this, but she does look quite a lot like <laughs> Just cut the name. Bird song the name and bird song it completely. <laughs> don't leave like the two ends of it, George. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel when you that's high school and stuff. That's that's your kind of prime era for unrequited love, isn't it? Yeah. Are you aware of the ancient Greeks? Yeah, you've heard of them, yeah. I've heard of them, yeah. Ring well, the they bell. had. They invented this thing where they had eight different types of love and they like named them. They gave them stupid Greek names. Yeah. Well, they would, wouldn't they, being Greek? Yeah. yeah. Ponces. Um, 
So I'm gonna, I thought I'd just go through the eight different kinds of love and see how many you've felt. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke. Yep. Right. Uh, number one. Are you going to put some music under this? <laughs> Well, I suppose I'd better add, yeah. <laughs> Number one oh. is um, a gape. Um, I beg your pardon. Which <laughs> I've never well, felt I that. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Uh, which is unconditional love. I mean, that's what we know it as. So, yeah. uh, altruistic, selfless, unconditional love. Um, some people would describe it as a type of spiritual love. Uh, mm. Christians believe that Jesus exhibited this kind of love for all humans. And presumably, Christians and anyone religious would feel it for their God or deity. Mm. Do you feel anything like that? An unconditional love? I suppose so, yeah. Towards about what? Uh, Mary Poppins. That's, yeah, okay, fair enough. Is there nothing that Mary Poppins could do that would, like, break that love or destroy it? But I don't mean the character Mary Poppins. I mean the film Mary oh. Poppins. So there's the, it can't change. I'm not going to put it on one day and suddenly all the songs are cut out. <laughs> or <laughs> like they did with or, or Dick Van Dyke camp. Ages. Or something like that. Well, in, within the, but that would be fucking strange, wouldn't <laughs> across, it? You put on across a, the film. <laughs> you'd think you're in some kind of weird sort of Edgar Allan Poe story, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I feel unconditional love towards anything. Mm. Maybe to, to, towards the natural world. But even that pisses me off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand Attenborough, you know that. So. Not Attenborough. I don't feel unconditional love towards natural world, like, TV shows. I just mean, you know, the actual mm. thing. Yeah. You know, walking around, looking at all the bees and that. <laughs> I feel a kind of unconditional love towards towards that. Yeah, but you know, stinging nettles and that—they really piss me off. So unconditional love to bees. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I do actually love yeah. bees unconditionally. Yeah, all right, that's because even when they sting me and they have stung me, I still feel like mm. you know, feel that love towards bees. Yeah. What's the next type of love? Right, number two <laughs> is uh, eros. I don't think it's euros because there's no you. Eros, which is that statue in Piccadilly uh, Circus. <laughs> Well, that's now, Eros. That is Eros, I think. Yeah, but this... Hang on. Okay, I'm reading this off a website called lifehack.org. <laughs> Not sure what that's got to do with the Greek <laughs> system of love. But um, this one says Eros, romantic love. Romantic. Oh, no, I thought... Well, I thought maybe it was like some... They referred specifically to the love that Romans had of, like, all eating stuff and talking like they do on iClaudius. Yeah. But <laughs> but no, I think it is romantic because it's just a typo. Mm. So romantic love. Um, yeah. Uh, Eros is named after the Greek god of love and fertility. Uh, yeah. Therefore, it is usually associated with romantic, passionate, and physical love. Now I, I, I know that we've all felt this. Well, not all of us, but me and you have, George. That yeah. doesn't mean we're not to each other, listeners. But, uh, definitely not. <laughs> Making that clear. The Greeks were actually quite fearful of this love. Strangely enough. Yeah. They thought that because human beings have an instinctual impulse to procreate, that this love was so powerful, and this would... This is really badly written, this. It would result in loss of control. Mm. Um, that's a good kind of love, isn't it? That sort of... You want to... That love where you want to just bone someone. 
Yeah, it's Good. great. I love it. It's like when you're, you know, you're on a campsite, and then a bus, <laughs> a busload of girls turn up, and you go and help them put up their tent. It's like that. Anyway, number three, mm-hmm. uh, philia, affectionate love. Right. Uh, I feel like I feel like already they're kind of stretching it. To yeah. be honest, there's there's um, only really like one type, and they're kind of. Okay. No, no, it's all right. In other words, it's the kind of love you feel for your friends. Like a sort of, okay. So what kind of right. platonic love, I guess. Ah, okay. Yeah. Basically. Like, we have for each other sometimes. Rarely. Yeah. yeah. Most times. Annoyance. Irritation. Yeah. Like, I've got to walk around with a big boulder strapped to my ankle. And he's whinging at me constantly. You know, well, that's how... Wine. That's how you feel. <laughs> we can both feel that I way. I could tell you a few things about how I feel, mate. <laughs> well, don't, all right, because it'll upset me. Um, I feel that quite. That's probably the most common kind of love, I mm. think. It's, you know, because you've got loads of friends, but you, you yeah. know, most people only have they have one bird. Oh, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Said James. Uh, number four is... Oh, I can't pronounce this. Philorcia. 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 Oh, no, I know. Fallacia. Um, <laughs> self-love. Less said about that, the best. Self-love. Part. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, I can name a few people who practice that. <laughs> uh. I practice self-love. <laughs> not naming names. We all practice self-love, George. Come on, let's not get all snobby about it. Five, storage. Familiar love. Uh, so... This, hang on. This, so this website, Lifehack, is going on like, oh, I know that familiar love sounds strange, like it's a weird idea and we might, might not know what it means. Mm. But it's... And then they go, it's love like parent-child love. Well, fucking obviously it's that. Familiar well, yeah. means family, doesn't it? Yeah. Same root Lifehack.org. Idiots. But yeah, yeah. This section doesn't that in that good. It's more educational, this section. No. I'm hoping for just a weird one. I'm hoping for like a weird old Greek one that we don't have anymore. Yeah. Like VHS <laughs> is like, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> like a weird obsolete the form love, of love. The love equivalent of the Betamax tape is what you're after. <laughs> yeah. All right. Pragma is enduring love. Mm. So, a love that matures and develops over a long period of time. The kind of love old married couples have been together since their teenage years. And still hold hands. Well, that's a that's really bad. But surely, but you know what? Surely I mean? that's the same as the other type of love where you love each other unconditionally, mm. and the other type mm. of love. Well, because unconditional love is, I think, what they mean is it's more. It relates more to cats. The unconditional love of a of a. Well, yeah, I think a, a, a cat love unconditional love of a cat is more like than unconditional love of a person. Yeah, because a person can you know they can really fuck up. Yeah, break but your if heart. it's if it's been, if in this case it's been like they've been together sixty years, then could, I don't know. And they could still fuck up as well. Oh. They could still fuck up. Mm. I think it's different, right? I think the Greeks know. They they know what they're talking about. The Greeks. Number seven. Well, we're really reaching now. <laughs> uh, Ludus or Ludus, playful love. Is it named uh, after Ludo? That game where you move pieces <laughs> around the board. <laughs> it could be. I love that game. I do love um, it. <laughs> this is a good feat. This is a good form of love, this. 
Uh, it's like the feeling you get in the early days of romance. It's the butterflies in your stomach and the giddiness you feel when you see your love walk through the door and the feeling of never wanting to be without them. That's, that's a good form of love, isn't that's it? That's the type of love where, do you know, before when I was saying that if you look back on it, the downside might be embarrassment. I think it's yes. during this phase. Definitely. That that Absolutely. Yep. Totally. But I think it's fun, though, isn't it? I like that feeling of, mm. you know... I quite like that feeling of being not obsessed by a person, because that sounds creepy. <laughs> like you know, rear you, window. You can't... <laughs> you can't get... You can't get them out of your head, and every time you're in the room with them, you feel all giddy and weird. Yeah. That's a good feeling. I think you do still have that with me whenever you uh, come back to <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. Uh, number eight mm. is uh, mania. And here we go, obsessive love. <laughs> so, uh, All right. The type of love that can lead someone into madness, jealousy, or even anger. Mm. So, Have you ever had that, George? Have you ever been obsessed with someone? Not to the insane degree that that suggests, no. <laughs> no. Have you? No, I haven't really, no. No? Okay. I don't know what, like, that's the thing. I think you have to do something, actually act on some sort of crazy obsession. Yeah. To have that, don't you? You can't, it can't be just, oh, I think about this person all the time. Because that's mm. just, you know. Yeah, that I think that's more normal. natural, isn't it? And more Box standard love. Mania <laughs> yeah. is box standard love. Bog standard, brand X love. Is, is this nice. the ninth stage of Greek love? No, I'm just... I've done now. Great. What could be a good ninth stage? If we were doing um, Crash Channel Ferry, but with types of love, it could be like, come up with a ninth form of love. Right, oh, right, okay. Um, a sort of... <laughs> a sort of hatred fueled love would be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I like that concept. We'd have to think of a fun Greek name for it, though. We yeah. Could, the Durka. We could name it sort of after Derek. <laughs> Durka. Yeah, that's how Greek names work. All right, okay, all right. I'm not a historian, am I, or a Greek man? What about... I'm just a normal uh, dude. Derodicopes or something like that's that. That's good. I love it. Yes! Derodicopes. That is the Greek term for hate-fueled love. <laughs> It's kind of obsessive love. It kind of crosses over into that, doesn't it? Yeah. But just that hate fueled. You're allowed it in small doses about things yeah. that don't matter, like Derek or Go 8-Bit. <laughs> Do you have anything like that? Any obsession? Oh, loads. Fueled um, by hate? Do you want to say to them on the podcast? Let me think. I, I really love... Uh, I like watching them with you because I need someone else there. Yep. But... um. I like watching 32 videos <laughs> and just being that. filled with absolute fucking rage. <laughs> yep, that is always... <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I really oh. hate him. I hate him so much. I bet he's got the extreme form of it. <laughs> but I just... Yeah, I think that can be healthy because you get your hatred out on some goofy little rat-faced <laughs> knobhead. And uh, who it doesn't matter yeah. to you one iota that he exists. You can ignore nope. him so easily. Um, but I think it just makes you more pleasant to be around. I think you've so. Because you've got this pent-up rage. You just release you've got like it. A, yeah, you unload, a safety valve. Just, you, <laughs> like that, and it's just amazing. Rat-faced prick. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. It's, it, yeah. 
So I, I think can't. It can don't be check good. him out, listeners. Don't like go and check out Thoughty Two. Don't, don't give watch him, him. Don't watch him because then he, you know, you've given him. He's just basically take it from us. He is a shitter. I've seen. See, the the problem here is I saw one of them by accident, and oh, it was no. like the amount of absolute rage that it conjured up. I just what's don't... he done recently? Oh, this is supposed knows. to be loving. We're supposed to be doing crash on loving. Well, and let's, we're not give him the, uh, let's not give him any more oxygen of uh, publicity. I know, but uh, I do want to see what he's done recently. All right, I'll Google it. <laughs> you, have you got I'm any looking, ideas? I'm looking. I'm What's looking. your alternate love idea whilst I look this up? Um, alternate love idea. Um, like a, Okay, a creepy love maybe. Like a love where you want to be in someone's skin. What? You want to cut all the skin off and wear it like a creepy love. What, like... (laughs) Sort of Ed Gein love. Is that what you... Yeah. Yeah. So just to get back to 32, uh, some of his recent uploads, this is what will happen if a nuclear missile is launched three days ago. (laughs) That's good, isn't it? That makes you feel good with all the stuff going on. If a nuclear missile is launched... He'll spin it out for fucking 40 minutes, though, won't he? Well, it's 14 minutes, unfortunately, okay, but right. still too long. Definitely. Uh, the truth about hospital security and your survival <sighs> is one of All them. the hospital security these days are made up of immigrants and gay people. <laughs> the crazy truth you need to know before missing breakfast. Is that a video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 11 minutes, 42 seconds of shite. 11 minutes of why you should eat breakfast? Well, three minutes of it will be a promo for Skillshare. Oh, yeah, guarantee of course it will be, yeah. Stake my life on it. But, yeah, just all the usual clickbait bullshit. Yep. You know. Frick. Can this deadly new virus destroy the human race? <laughs> <laughs> the virus is called... <laughs> Political correctness. There's one here. Scary new weapon will make World War Three the worst in history. Brackets not nukes. <laughs> World War Three will be the war fought on the battleground of political correctness. Political, political, political correctness. I haven't seen this one. This is the last one I'm going to do because we've been doing okay. too much. Of this revealing science explains why people see ghosts. Now, I'd love it. I'd love it if his solution was that ghosts are real. That's why. I'd I respect have him, then. every episode of Most Haunted. He's dead. He... <laughs> Good. So that's... Have we done the Greek form we've of done, love there? We've done that. We've done the Greek calendar of love. And next week, we'll be doing BuzzFeed's Guide to the Iliad. But until then... <laughs> Until then, Paul, why don't you tell me what you've been watching this week? Tell me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. Well, George, this week, um, mm. this, right, before, first of all, I'm going to tell you what I've watched over New Year. It's got nothing to do with love, but I think I better, you know, we better have a catch up because I have actually been watching a lot of telly recently. Okay, yeah. I watched, um, it's a bit old now, but it's on Netflix. I watched the first series of End of the Fucking World. Yeah. What's that like? That was good. I, enjo- I enjoyed that. I thought it was good. Good. I've um, never seen it, but. Some quite quite well written. Well written. Well written. Well made. <laughs> I hate talking about anything like that. What, that's good? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> it's boring, isn't it? 
<laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's good. Check it out. I watched mm-hmm. the thing. That, okay, here we go. The main thing I loved over Christmas yeah. was uh, Mackenzie Crook's Wurzel Gummidge. Yes. That was well good. I love that. First episode was really good. Second episode was even better. Yeah. Oh, good. But to be honest, I'm predicting they pull a Professor Brainstorm and maybe maybe do another one next Christmas and then it just vanishes. Yeah. Fucking. And then we get another fucking Miranda. There was special. a, yeah, Miranda at the <sighs> Palladium or something stupid. It was on before Doctor Who. Yeah. The first episode of the new series of Doctor Who. She's also pretty good. good. Yeah, it is right. actually. First episode, I wouldn't recommend. It was, this is, again, I'm tangenting, <laughs> tangenting from, um, Doctor Who, I should be talking about Miranda. Yeah. But I wouldn't watch it based on the fact that it was like a Bond sort of I was wondering thing. this. Let the spy fall. That's what I was thinking <laughs> when I saw it. Well, it, it, the whole thing is like a riff on spy films, but it... Yeah. It doesn't... The It doesn't really... It just uses, like, the tropes and it doesn't examine, mm. like, why they're fun. And yeah. Yeah. It's okay. The first episode was entertaining enough, but the second episode I thought was very, very good. Good. Well done, finally. But anyway, back to Miranda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because it was on before the new episode. And Such I, tr- fun. I, sw- I switched it on, and Miranda was on the stage saying, And I've asked Twitter this week what their personal Miranda moments were. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck off, and I nearly broke my telly. Was it when she fell into a threshing machine and all of her limbs flew off? No, that's not what she meant. I'd have understood no. it if she meant what was your favourite moment from the telly show. She meant she just means what, her. her. She life. means what are your favourite moments that are like Miranda? Miranda. She's oh. coined this term, Miranda moment, like oh, when like, someone makes a tear themselves in, like, a, a, in a fun way. Like when in the 90s people would use the phrase Seinfeld moment to refer to sort of that situation. I guess. I was only, I was only six when the 90s ended, so I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Unlike you, apparently. Mm. But looking, <laughs> he said he's younger than me, listeners. I reckon. I don't think he is. I think he's older than he says he is. Yeah. But anyway, that's by the by. But mm. imagine the ego involved in that sort of making a thing like, oh, every time someone makes a tear themselves in an amusing way, every time someone's pants fall down, every time that they, you know, shag the vicar by accident or whatever. <laughs> I don't don't know, I've spoil never, I've never, Fleabag, I've never, come I've never, on. <laughs> I was looking forward to that. It's a good mm. show. Um, <laughs> but um, every time that happens, you know, it's, oh, it's a Miranda moment. Yeah. Fuck off. Every time you stumble down the stairs or accidentally bugger the dog or something like that, it just is such a Miranda moment. Miranda moment. Fuck off. So that, I didn't back. actually watch that, but that was shit. Yeah. Um, I've also watched um, the new Dracula show. Mm. Yeah, how was that? First two episodes were all right. Mm. They were all right. They were quite entertaining. I got through both of them, and they're all both an hour and a half long. Some entertaining moments, not not a bit like it felt like it was building to something. Basically, it felt like it was gonna it was building up to say something interesting about Dracula, yeah. and then it wasn't. No. Third episode is really shit. Yeah, and it. It means it meant nothing in the end. All that build-up meant nothing. Right. So, Draclia gets a thumbs down. Draclia gets a thumbs down. <laughs> actually, George, <laughs> for the benefit of nobody, I actually did. <laughs> I made a big thumbs down motion with both of my hands. <laughs> 
for, <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, yeah, those are my Christmas telly highlights and lowlights. Didn't watch the Gavin and Stacey special. No? Because I got told the plot and it didn't do anything interesting. Mm. Said the said a homophobic slur on BBC One on Christmas Day. Not interested. I didn't watch it, so I can't comment, really. So I'm going to move on now, back into the uh, realms of love. Yes. Um, because I've been watching quite a few films recently, hmm. weirdly, about love. Yes. Very good films. So I thought I'd just um, recommend them. Okay. This is it, George. I'm just going to reel off a list of films and say that they're good. <laughs> so, strap in. I watched uh, Christmas. Obviously, I watched them up at Christmas Carol. Yeah. As I always do. Mm-hmm. That's that's about love. Yeah. About the love of Christmas. Mm. Uh, Punch Drunk Love I watched. Yeah. That was good. Mm. Like that a lot. That was very interesting. Yeah. Enjoyable. I mean, yeah, I would watch it, but... Adam Sandler's in it. He's not like you think he is. He's very big at the moment with uncut gems, you know. I, so, I don't know if that's a gag or not. Cause I've, no, yeah, it's I, a film. I, I, I really avoid him like the fucking plague. He's, <laughs> he can be, he's, got, he's, got, he's got the acting chops if he's got the right material. Mm. Okay. Um, it is good. I think you should check out Punch Drunk Love. It's very yeah. good. One film I think you definitely should... Uh, pick up, if you, unless you might have seen it already. You haven't, because it's not on your letterbox. <laughs> um, is um, Christmas uh, Vacation 2. <laughs> uh, oh, fucking hell, it's French, and I feel like I can't... I'm, I've, do you know when you want to pronounce the French word, or yeah. a word from any language for that matter? I'm not bad at that, though. How do you and spell you build it? it up in your head. I know how to pronounce it, I'm just... It's getting it right. right. I've built it up in my head now. Uh, L'Atlante. Hmm. Um, which is a French film from 1938, I think. I could be wrong there. Uh, about uh, these two newlyweds. Yep. Love. Um, <laughs> who uh, live on like a barge. They live on a barge and they go to Paris and there's not like loads of deep plot or anything, but there's lots of interesting characters, fun moments. There's loads so of cats that... in it. Yeah. It's good. You'd like it, George. I might get that, actually. I've been on my radar. I think think you would like it. Yeah. And then I also watched um, Deal With The Universe, Mm. which is a documentary about a pregnant fella. Yes. Yes, I heard about this. From your neck of the woods. Because? um, Because people we know are involved. I know, yeah, that was exciting. Seeing them in the credits. I know them! There was nobody in the room with me when I watched it, (laughs) but I imagine there was, so I could... It would have been great if you were at the... uh, there's a screening at home <laughs> here, and I think um, the producer, who was one of our tutors at university, Lauren Dunn, Lauren I think Dunn. she was there for a Q&A. And it yes. just would have been great if you'd go, I know who she is! Oh, Lauren! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I could... Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it, because I had Royal Exchange stuff on at the time. But yes. yeah, It's a good film. But I did I got it. I got it through a service called Cinema Paradiso. Which is another which is... great film. Yeah, this is this is named service. I have seen Cinema Paradise. Yeah, it's good. Or as my granddad calls it, every time we ask what his favourite film is, Film Paradiso. (laughs) It's his favourite film, but he can't get the. It always says Film Paradiso. Film Paradiso. (laughs) Bless him. It's not his. Was that meant to be an accent? I didn't know where he was from. I just was. He's from Liverpool. Oh, he's from Liverpool. Right. Okay. I didn't know he was from Liverpool. 
Don't don't do a fucking Ganon. I won't. I won't. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod, but it's like Love Film yeah. used to be. They send you DVDs. I don't know how much money they get actually from that service. Maybe it's the wrong way to do it. I can tell you how much money Love Film have had out of me. Because I I was subscribed to Love Film. I, oh, really? I can't tell you exactly how much they had on me, but I had a subscription for a few years. Yeah. Um, I think it was five ninety nine a month for three discs mm-hmm. at a time. Um, wow. And I That's way cheaper than it is for I, two discs at a time with cinema parody. So it was. We're going back a good few I years. I suppose though. so. Yeah. Yeah. Brexit. Um, but <laughs> it's today, Paul. It's today. Um, but uh, yeah, I essentially paid uh, seventy-two quid for the conversation, the uh, Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> film, because I took it out, right. didn't get round to watching it that week, forgot that I had it, <laughs> and obviously I was never sent anything else in the post because I hadn't sent that the discs back, and <laughs> or, I, or I sent back. Two discs at a time, and so kept getting other things, but not didn't notice. But you just kept and being charged. Then found the... it a year later. So essentially paid seventy two quid oh, for the conversation. No. And then guess what? What? I send it back. It's on a, a home a week later, and I paid <laughs> seven fifty there to go and see it as well. Yeah, you got ripped off, mate. Well, no, I was an idiot. That's oh, more yeah, my I guess fault. So, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, Deal with the Universe. It's really good. I'd really recommend it. Five stars. Yeah. Um, wow. It's very. It's a very intimate um, portrait of this relationship. It's actually not as much about the pregnant fella as I thought it was going to be. It's more about the trials and tribulations this couple face. Yeah. It's a good film. And it's good. It's. I'm really. I, I don't want this to sound. Oh, it might sound patronising. I was just going to say I'm like really proud that like I because I bought a copy yeah. of Sight and Sound, um, mm. and like seeing names in the credits in in there I that know. I recognised was just amazing. It is exciting. I mean, a little bit jealous, but it was but it was really yeah, good. Couldn't couldn't put a foot in the door for us, no. could you? No, didn't want to help us out. Didn't want to help out. <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> We got you where you were. We. <laughs> what are we doing? We're stuck here with crass. Stuck here doing crass. <laughs> iTunes 836th best ranked comedy podcast. <laughs> Is that really where we are? I don't know. Probably even lower down than that, to be well, honest. I mean, I was going to say, if that is true, I was actually quite pleased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So that's it. That's that's me telling telling you what I've been watching this week on telly. Yeah, and in the, and on the cinema and in the DVD. Mm. I watched whatever happened to Baby Jane. Love. That's about love, isn't it? Yep. What's your favourite movie about love, George? Um. Uh, I think I would have to say. Uh, the Gaspar Noé film, Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably mine as well. I mean, it's in the title. How it's much about more love, you, it? It's about love. It you can't get tin. any more clear than that. <clears throat> I also, what's I your like, answer? Sorry. My genuine answer is probably Wild at Heart. Yeah. Which is 
Nick Nick Cage and Laura, Laura Dern mm. um, traveling across the country, loving each other and all and having all that. sex and that. Yeah, and Willem Dafoe blows his own head off in it. Yeah, by accident. It's a good film. It's a very good film. Mm. Probably my favorite think... David Lynch film. Okay, I'll check, I will so, check that out at some point. It is good. Um, I think if I was being serious, I think my favorite. Uh, film about love would be Annie Hall, which I is a would be. little bit of a cliched answer, but well, you know. it, because it does, it's it says what it wants to say very beautifully, very well. I think. Yeah, I yeah. love that film. It's a good film. It's not funny, but it doesn't have to be. It's true. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> I'm talking about the section, not the film. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. Don't take it personally. I'm just saying the section doesn't have to be funny. I'm sorry. It's just it was the December 1st crew. We we stick stick together. You know, if, you, if you're having a go at Bette Midler, I'd jump in as well. <laughs> oh, all the birthday lads. <laughs> Should we do the dating quiz? Yeah. Right, George. Um... You're single, obviously. Right. You're rubbing it in for. <laughs> well, I just think that we could maybe help you with that. We could maybe try and do something about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I've got a quiz. I'm not signing up to, to like sort of help Tinder you get back or anything on... like that. I'm not going to... It's not a sign up for a dating site or quiz. Grindr it's just a quiz. There's no... No, yeah. I'm going to sign up for Grinder. <laughs> it's just a... Th- it's on Pro Profs Quizzes... What yeah. type of dating personality do you have? This is just to help you get back on the wagon. Right, okay. There are some people you go out with on the first date and tend to agree with everything you say simply because they need your approval and there are others who just be themselves and say it like it is. Mm. Good sentence. Do you like going on dates? Are you dominant or submissive? Take a <laughs> quiz to find out what type of dating personalities you have. So you're ready for this, George? Yep. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Good. George, question one of seven. So it's a nice short quiz, don't worry. Okay, good. If you are out with someone new and things mm. don't work out the way you expected, how do mm. you react? One, it must have been something you said. Two, it must just not have meant to be. Three, he stroke she was obviously the problem. <laughs> well, it depends, <laughs> doesn't it? Because I'm sure there would depends. be days I could go on. I'm sure there would be dates. See, I'm quite neurotic. So there would be, mm. a, I think, 99 times out of 100, I think, oh, God, I've said something. What have I done? Even if there's yeah. no evidence for it. But I also kind of think it's not impossible I'd be set up on a blind date with some absolute I think... git. <laughs> so I'm not, you know. <laughs> An image gonna, of you in my not image just flew into my head of you on a date with Rodney. <laughs> Because you said git. <laughs> I think though we should go with the one, the one you have the you'd have the majority of dates. So yes. it must have been something you said. Yeah, so it probably that, would be. I think that in non-romantic situations, yeah. anyway, all the time, have I said something? Well, there you go. Question two of seven: When you are spending time with someone on a date, what are you thinking of? One, having a good time on your outing. Mm. Two. Seeing if he stroke she is good enough for you. Three, making a good impression on him stroke her. I I probably would be preoccupied with making a good impression. 
okay. don't know. It would be on my mind again to go back to what you've said previously. I would be <laughs> concerned that I'm not making a good impression. Yeah. Um, what was the first one? Was it um, having a good time? Yes. I th- I think ultimately it would be that one if I yeah. were to pick one. But I but I will admit I would worry about the other point. Okay. See, Question three. That's the problem with these quizzes. Is oh, you don't fit into just one category. It's just a quiz at the end of an episode of Crass, or I don't take it too serious. <laughs> <laughs> Your discussions on dates involve, one, what you find interesting, two, what he stroke she finds interesting, three, common interests you both enjoy. Common interests would be a big one, I think. How would you go about finding those common interests? What would be your? Imagine I'm a I'm a sexy lady you're on a date with. What okay, question well, my would you ask me? Not that good. <laughs> Thanks. So, Matt, sit down and imagine what what question would you ask me to find out what my com- my interests are, what are in common with you? <laughs> not English, obviously not. No, not your first language, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so we sit down. Da, 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 da. Yep. Oh, this is a lovely restaurant. Mm. <laughs> is that how she sounds as well? Yes. Okay. Um, Would you like to ask me a question about my interests? I've sort of set that up for you, to be honest. Do you do you like crass? <laughs> I wouldn't ask what? that. I wouldn't ask that. Do um, you like crass? I don't know. No, I'd I'd just be. I do you know. Actually, the first answer is probably more accurate. I'd be more interested in what her interests were. Okay. Because I, I would, right. again, be too worried that my interests are not interesting. So I'll just okay. shut up and just... All right. So two, what he stroke she finds interesting. Yes. Okay. Question four. This is more your more your, yeah, more your speed. Mm. How do you dress for a first date? Mm. Clothes you think will impress him stroke her, whatever you feel like wearing, or something comfortable and casual. I dropped the numbers thing, sorry. Whatever I feel like wearing. What do you feel like wearing on a date, generally? You, you, you know, when you go on a date. You know how it is, Paul. The usual. <laughs> Shirt, the usual. tie, trousers, well, for a lot. Of, well, I think for a lot of people, that would be, you know, that would be in, that'd be good enough for a date, you know. If I turned up yeah. in what I regularly wear, they'd think, Jesus, look at this scruffy bastard. <laughs> They'd probably think that anyway, but at least if yeah. I, you know, dressed, tried to dress a bit smart, I'd give myself, you know... A Whereas bit I, room to... I wear the, basically the same thing all year round. Yeah. Yep. But it's smart. It's it's suitable for all occasions, mm. apart from like swimming. Yeah. I've it's fine. Though. I've f- got very short yeah. blue shorts for swimming. So. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. <laughs> when organising a follow-up date, do you one? Do you a? Let's go to letters. Might make it more interesting. Yeah, just change a, the format. It's fine. You find out when it will suit him stroke her and make sure to clear your schedule. B, you let him stroke her know when you're available and say you will call. Or three, you find out when it will suit both of you again and ask to see him stroke her again. What? What's the know. difference it's... between the last one and the first one? I don't know. You find out when it will suit him, stroke her, and make sure to clear your schedule. You find out when it will suit both of you again and ask to see him, stroke her Well, again. that one. That one makes the most logical sense, doesn't it? Okay. Right. It's the bottom one for sure. 
Question six. He stroke she has made plans, but you were hoping to do something else. You A, follow through with what he stroke she has planned. Two, persuade him stroke her to do something you want to do. Or D, let him stroke her know what you prefer to do and find out if they agree with you. What's option C? Because you went from A, B and Oh, did I? Oh, D. sorry. I was just... It's just that's the C, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that one. Go through them again. A. Yep. One. Follow through with what he <laughs> stroke she has planned. Probably B, that one. Two. Just that one. Probably that one. Do the next okay. one. Oh, I've done that one now. <laughs> you said probably that one, so I clicked it. It's probably that one. It's fine. Right. Question seven. Mm. How long do you need to decide whether you'll go on a date? One, a few hours. Two, at least a week. Three, one or two days. I don't understand this question. How long before you decide... How long do you need to decide whether you'll go on a date? A few hours, at least a week, one or two days. Does it make more sense? Now I've said it louder. Someone asks me on a date. Yeah. Does it mean how long I take to get back to them? Oh. If you took a oh, fucking what, what week, what does it mean? If you took a week, even one to two days, that's you. It's got to yeah, be a few hours. Surely it's got to be how long does it take you to decide? I'm going to go out and look for a date tonight. No, it can't be that either. No, it's got no. It's got to be. It's, that's a shit question, isn't it? To end on. Yeah. Are you going to go with a few hours? You've got to, Just haven't put you? Otherwise, a few hours. Fuck it. Right. Uh, <laughs> your dating uh, profile. Sorry, your dating personality. You got submissive. You tend to be submissive in your dating relationships. You want to please your date and put him stroke her first before anything you want. Be careful you don't put others' needs too high above your own. If you were more confident and had a healthier self-esteem, you'd probably find that your relationships became healthier as well. I mean, Remember, I'm not a fucking idiot. I can work imp- that out by myself. <laughs> it is important for others to know how you feel as well, George. So, you know, keep that with you. This quiz is rated three and a half stars. It's bullshit. This quiz is bullshit. So you go, how do you feel now about the world of dating, George? Oh, I want nothing to do with it now. What do you mean? I thought that was gonna I thought it was gonna help you. No, it's actually just embittered me even more. Uh, good, that's what I wanted it to do. So you if you if you got like a partner or something, then you'd never do crass. <laughs> <laughs> on you all to myself. <laughs> it's all been a plan. It's all been a plan to stop you from working to, from having anyone else in your life. Millhouse Collective, they're next. <laughs> well, listeners, those were our ruminations on the topic of love. I hope that was insightful enough for you. Um, yep. I think we've made quite a few good points. Uh, got to the bottom of a few things, a few deep-seated issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've solved the problem. We've solved the problem of what love is. Yep. So yeah, that's that one. Hope you know that's the new format for the series. You know, if you don't like it, don't don't bother listening to the rest of them. Final point, Paul. Favorite love song. Okay, favorite love song. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, oh fucking hell. Um. There is some dead end. Some dead end. Some dead end. Some dead end. There. There is 
just I'm just thinking ahead for now. That's what I call crass. Oh, okay. We not we have had a f- have we had anything to put in? I think we've had about three supreme songs, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to suggest another one for my answer. So uh, it's fine. I actually don't really know. Shall I just say what mine is? Yeah, just say what yours is while I think. Uh, mine is uh, I Hear a Symphony by the Supremes. Ah, it's my favourite song of theirs. That's a nice one. I don't know what mine is. don't like songs about that. <laughs> I quite like the cheeky song. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think that's about love. It's about mm. a lot of things, obviously, like any yeah. great work of art. But I think it is also about love. No lyricist has ever come up with anything quite so romantic as touch my bum, <laughs> this feels nice, we are the cheeky girls. I mean, it really gets to the bottom of it, doesn't it? The yep. whole the whole <laughs> issue. <laughs> See, listeners, you can uh, email us if you want. I mean, yeah. there's nothing... What do you think about love? Send us. Don't send us your fun stories about love because we'll be talking about another topic next week. So there's no point, and we mm. don't know what the topic is because we haven't spun, spun the, the wheel of crass fortune. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just email us. Don't email us, to be honest. Crass I mean, you can email at gmail dot com. I mean, you can email, but we might not read them out. Almost certainly won't enough. read them out. Yep. You can also find us on Twitter at the crass podcast. There's a the in the Twitter. Handle. You can also find Paul on Twitter at Bumbledoon, Bumble D double O N. You can't find George on Twitter because he doesn't like it. Don't nope. like Twitter. It's for losers. So that's it. See you, listeners. And remember, Bye. love with your heart and follow your dreams. And all you need is love. And what's love got to do with it? And um, love shack. Um, <laughs> You're just adding to the playlist. (laughs) All right, fine, you caught me. See you, listeners. Bye.